Hey, welcome everyone. This is Aaron from True Life Church. I'm here with Norm Melvin, and we're here at the True Life Church podcast. We're glad that you are here with us today. Hope you've been enjoying the podcast. If you are, just send us a message through Facebook. Let us know, and we really appreciate you. And the reason why we do these is, and especially we do it on, you know, today's Monday, the 19th, we're doing this one. And so I don't know when you're going to listen to this. But I always like doing them on Monday because usually after a weekend, you know, you've kind of done some things. And then usually Monday is that day where you're like, uh, back to the grind. Back to the grind, as they would say. And we want to say, yeah, even though it's, it's back to the grind, you have somebody that's grinding with you. And his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is always with you. And it's always, we always want to remind you that his presence, he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. And so we always want to be in this place where we're reminding ourselves what Jesus said, what he did, because it's so easy. I was talking to a friend earlier today, and we were talking about how it's so easy to forget. Yep. It's so easy to get caught up in this world, the circumstances that are happening in this time, and maybe things are going on in your body or in your mind that you're just kind of struggling with. And it's so easy to just get caught up and feel almost hopeless. Are kind of going, you know, what's the use? Mm-hmm. Well, this is why we're here to remind you that there is a use. The use is Jesus. Yes. He's there with you. He loves you. He cares for you. You know, he said something which was interesting. He said, when he comes back to the earth again, will he find faith? And faith is meant by, will we find people believing in what he said, no matter what their circumstances are saying right now? That's what faith is. You believe what he says over what your circumstances are saying. And so... These podcasts are here just to remind you of that, to help you stay in faith, to help you be inspired. And as Norm goes through the Hebrew letters and we talk about this again, it's a great series. It is to remind you how good and how detailed and how awesome God is. Even if you're looking around in your circumstances and saying, I don't see it. He is there. And as we bring this up and we just help you recognize him, that's all you got to do. If you recognize the Lord... He becomes manifested in your life. That's all I need you to do. The Bible says, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, and he'll direct your path. So we are a tool that's helping you acknowledge him. Amen. Amen. So with that, I'm going to turn over to Norm, and we'll be talking about the Hebrew letters. And Norm, just tell them what chapter, if someone's new to the podcast, yep. tell them what chapter and what your whole Alrighty. process. Well, we're in Psalm 119 which uh, is the longest psalm in the Bible. It has 176 verses. What's interesting about that is that each uh, of the segments of this that we're talking about are eight verses at a time. And there are 22 segments of eight verses. And they're connected to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And so today we are going to be uh, talking about the ninth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and we'll be starting in verse 65. The ninth letter of the Hebrew is T-E-T, and it's pronounced like in T, het, het. It has a picture image uh, of like a snake coiled in a basket. Hmm. And what that represents, this, is that it represents both good and evil and final judgment. So as we read through these verses, 
whether we're reading uh, and we read from the Passion Translation or sometimes I will give you a paraphrase of what I see that verse saying, try to see the connection between good and evil mm -hmm. and the choices that you have to make. You have a final judgment to make on that. Whatever are you hearing, are you accepting it as good? Yes, I accept that that's a good thing. I want to mm -hmm. be involved. Or is it evil? Well, sometimes you make a choice to follow the thing that not is not necessarily good. It might be evil. So don't get into condemnation about that, but just listen to the verses and allow the Spirit of God mm -hmm. to reveal to you what's being uh, communicated and in an image in that, kind of see mm -hmm. yourself in that. So let's begin. Verse 65 in the Passion Translation says, your extravagant kindness. Think about that, extravagant. Mm, wow. I mean, that's way beyond anything you could imagine. Yeah. Extravagance is uh, this and more and more and more and more. His kindness to you or makes me want to follow your words even more. Well, you know, if you have any history in the Bible or any experience in the Bible, you'll know that the more you meditate upon his word, it becomes real to you. Yeah. And you begin to see both uh, how God's, his choices and his inspiration can help you to walk in those kinds of things. Just like that verse said, your kind, extravagant kindness makes me want to follow. Amen. I want to follow you. I don't want to go the other way. Mm -hmm. Verse 66, paraphrased. By your spirit, give me wisdom and good judgment, for I trust you to lead me. Now, the Passion Translation says, teach me how to make good decisions and give me revelation hyphen light, for I believe in your commands. So you see, you're wanting to make good choices there. You're wanting to choose to follow God and follow the, the example that he says in his word. And you're asking him, as you follow, open up my heart and my mind to see what you really want me to see and what you're really wanting to tell me and the choices that you want me to make. Verse 67, the Passion Translation says, Before I was humbled, I used to always wander astray, but now I see the wisdom of your words. Again, remember we're talking about good and evil, judgment, final judgment. So I paraphrase this this way. I was a wayward person. I was living in the flesh. And I was. Before mm -hmm. I came to Jesus, man, I lived in the flesh. Mm -hmm. But through your word, and I put in parentheses, Jesus, because Jesus is the word, I now live in the kingdom of God. I'm no, lo I'm no longer, yes, I'm on this earth, but I'm not of it. Mm -hmm. My kingdom is, is the heavenly realm. Because yep. the word says, we are seated in heavenly places. Yep, heavenly places. We are seated at the right hand of the Father. We mm -hmm. are joint heirs with Jesus. Amen. All right? Verse 68. Passion. Everything you do is beautiful, flowing from your goodness. Teach me the power 
of your wonderful words. Notice that almost every time, going back to the words, the words, the words. Well, yes, the words that are in the Bible are very important because they are instructions for us. Mm -hmm. But the word, Jesus, is the one who shows himself faithful to us in every situation. I, You know, sometimes when I'm praying, I'm praying out in this and this and this, and all of a sudden, the Lord reminded me, who sits right in front of the throne of God and makes intercession for us every day? Jesus. Jesus, the Word. The Word, yeah. And if Jesus is making intercession for us, don't you suppose he knows exactly what to say and how to say it? Mm -hmm. don't, you, don't you think for a moment that my words are totally, uh, what, in, in, uh, in not insecure. That's not the word. Well, anyway, they're not as strong as his words. It's my understanding. But see, God sees everything in perfection mm -hmm. because that's who he is. He's, per he is. he's perfect. And he's trying to make us be like him, mm -hmm. be perfected in Christ, to live the kind of life that he himself lived and mm -hmm. walking in victory in every area of our lives. Verse 69. Passion says, Proud boasters make up lies about me because I am passionate to follow all that you say. The, I paraphrase it this way. The forces of evil accuse me and lie about me, but I choose to believe in your redemptive promises. You know... We're in a society today where many people in the church are being persecuted. And, and some people, many people, uh, have actually sacrificed their lives because of the persecution that they receive for standing up for the principles of the Word of God. And, I, and more and more so, you're seeing people, particularly with the media today and the, the networks of the Internet and so on and so forth, People are quick to come at you about something that you say and they say, who do you think you are to say that? Or what? I don't believe a thing about that at all. And there's some persecution there. Yeah. But you know what? God is right beside you and you just need to trust that no matter what they say, you stand strong upon mm -hmm. his word. That's right. And you walk in the fullness of what that means yeah. to you. So Amen. True. Amen. <clears throat> verse 70 their hearts are dull and void of feelings but I find my true treasure in your truth so you see even there it says their hearts are dull pray for those pray for those that persecute you yeah pray for people to say Lord may this your Holy Spirit bring revelation and reveal to them who you are may they see the love that you have for them May they, their hearts be touched and pricked to a place yeah. where they begin to see, oh my goodness, I didn't realize the magnitude of God's provision and love mm -hmm. for me. I said it this way. The hearts of the accusers are brutal and have no feelings. I will abide in your plans and your will for me. Amen. I will abide in your plans and your will for me. Mm -hmm. 
And I can't do that by myself. It's only by the Spirit of God that I'm able to walk that walk every day. Every day, that's right. Every day. Sometimes I, I'm very successful, and sometimes I fall flat on my face. Mm -hmm. But you know what? God picks me up, dusts me off, and says, Come on! That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go. Amen. Verse 71. The Passion says, The punishment you brought me through was the best thing that could have happened to me, for it taught me your ways. I'm reminded, this is the paraphrase, I'm reminded what life used to be like. In my life, I'm reminded of what it used to be like. And now I have hope because of Jesus' finished work in me. We all have a past. But you know what? Paul the Apostle said this, and it's, it's worthy, worthy, worthy of implementing in our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. Forgetting those things that are behind, I press on. Mm -hmm. You cannot yep. live in the past. And really, you can't really live in the future. You can only live in today. Yeah. But you say, you say um, the word of God says this. The Lord orders the steps of a good person, mm -hmm. a good man, a good woman. He yeah. orders our steps. Well, if he's ordering our steps, then we're going to be walking in the right way as mm -hmm. long as we yield to him. Yeah. And we re he, he reminds us that he says this. I have forgiven you, and I remember them no more. Yeah. I've forgiven everything that you ever did wrong, and I remember it no more. So if he doesn't remember it, we're not supposed to either. That's right. Because it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Mm. And the last verse of this segment is verse 72. The Passion says, The words you speak to me are worth more than all the riches and wealth in the whole world. Think of that. Think of that. Yeah. His words that he speaks, they're more valuable than any of the riches that the earth may offer. Amen. There, is, there is no way that you can put a price tag on that mm -hmm. because God is a God of exceeding, abundant, above and beyond all that we can even ask and or even think about. That's how big he is. Amen. It's a great, 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 great magnitude of provision for us. And all of the resources of the world could never purchase it. That's so true. There was only one way it could be purchased. Yep. Jesus. Jesus. And he did by what? Dying on the cross for yeah. us. Amen? Amen. That's so, so good. I really like that, Norm. I mean, I really liked the verses. And what, I, what I've been doing, and this is what I do just to help me, because... I, I, you can't see this, but I have my journal out and I was writing down, you know, when I was writing down notes that um, Norm was talking about his notes, I didn't write down word for word what Norm had said, but as he would say it and he was reading it, then I would just go to the Spirit and go, okay, Holy Ghost, what does that mean for me? And so between, after every verse, I just have a little thought of what it means to me, those eight verses that he went through. And so what I'll do is I'll take these and then I'll begin to like, when I go to bed at night, I try to look at my journal because I like to journal things. Okay. And I don't journal perfectly. I, you know, I, <laughs> you know I, so I don't get the idea that I'm journaling every day and you got to journal every day to be perfect. No. When I journal because I want to remind, like Norm said, the things that God says, the word of God are a treasure. And if it's a treasure, then I'm going to hold on to it. If you have something that's a treasure 
you know, I laugh. People have different treasures that they've held on for years. I mean, you know, you know it could be a, a coin. It could be a stamp. It could be a car, a motorcycle. People have these things that they, that they, um... The guy across the street from uh, us. See that, see that little Corvette? Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. That little, is that a Corvair? It's an old Corvair. Yeah, oh my gosh, I haven't seen one of those in a long he, time. And it barely runs. <laughs> and there, he tore all the seats out of it because he was going to redo the seats. Yeah. Well, he's never redone the seats yet. And so when he gets in to drive it, he sits on the floorboard <laughs> of the deal to move it, to just to move it. He doesn't drive it down the road or anything because it won't operate that well. But it is so interesting. Yeah. But it's a treasure. It's to a him. treasure to him, and he's kept it there, even though, like I said, there's no seats in it and it barely runs. It's his treasure, and so I, I want to have that same effect, like Norm talked about, is with the things of God, and the things of God become, to me, in my opinion, like Norm's got his notes right down here that I'm looking at. I have my journal. When you write things down, just even <laughs> mentally, it means something. Like they always talk about writing down your goals. Right. And when you have written goals, you fulfill those goals. Well, if I have the word, the thing that the word of God has spoken and I write it down, that that just is one more way of me committing to this Amen. and yielding to it and reminding myself that, like I wrote on some of, some of the thoughts were like, the extra kindness of God mm. or extravagant kindness to me. Open my eyes so I can see you, Lord, so I can see and understand. That's what I got from verse 67. 68, everything is beautiful that God has made. Mm. Everything is beautiful. So I'm looking today, and I'm going to see everything beautiful. Even if it doesn't look beautiful, I'm going to look at it as, a be as it's beautiful because it was made by God. Yep. And then God has made um, me passionate in life for him. He's made me passionate. So when I do say things and people get upset, then I don't get offended by it, but I keep on saying and speaking the truth in love. And then one, number 70, my true, my treasure is in God. And I went, I'm going to remember that. My treasure is not in the world system. It's not in the federal bank. It's not in the U.S. dollar. But my treasure is in the Lord. So I just like writing down these things and just remind me of the goodness of God. And they speak to me. So however you do that, we just wanted to inspire you today. We'll continue with this teaching on Psalm 119 because we got a lot more verses to go. But this is just a segment for this week. We love you guys. Thanks for listening to us. And like I said, you can contact us on Facebook, uh, True Life Church. Um, again, it's T-R-U, no E, L-I-F-E, Church. And just look for us. And we're on every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time. And if you would love to help us keep going, you can donate to the ministry. And we would really love and appreciate that. But even if you don't, we still love you. Right. You're so awesome, and we thank you for being a part of what we're doing. Amen. So you guys have a great day. We love you, and we will talk to you again. Well, good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the time zone. My name is Aaron Gavin. This is the True Life Church podcast. I'm glad to have you being a part of this with us. I'm here with Norm Melvin again, and Norman and I will be together for a while going through this. Also, we're going to be doing some things. Um, I had this thought about even after church. And enough because we have like people like to hang around and talk about things. So we're gonna talk. We're gonna start doing podcasts, and we're gonna call them after the word mm, uh, good, podcast. Good. And I'm gonna set up the mic, and we'll have you know different people come, and we're just gonna talk about the things of God, and you know what God said to us during the sermon, and what has God's been saying to us during the week, and just kind of build kind of like a 
a family potluck. <laughs> That's all a... kind of sitting around eating and just kind of enjoying <laughs> the things of God. And like Norris would talk about feeding on the word. And so, you know, they said about the apostles that they, after Jesus was raised from the dead, you know, in, in the book of Acts, it said they went from house to house breaking bread. And sharing the things of God, so I said that's that's our prototype. So you know, I wanted to do that, and I thought, what this, you know, starting with Norman doing the podcast here at his house, that's one way, and then we're going to yeah. do it at church, Amen. and then just for other people in the church who want to do some podcasting, talk about some things, because it's everyone has the presence of God in them. Yes, they do. And so the goal is to get everyone to begin to talk about that and releasing their gift. Yeah. Because. If they can practice and we can release our gift like you're doing podcasts, then what happens, your gift begins, because your gift is the Lord, right. the Word, right. then it begins to manifest all around you, and your neighbors, you're talking mm -hmm. to your neighbors, you're at mm -hmm. the grocery store, and all these things. So this is why we do uh, the podcast, just to, like I said, it's to inspire people, to stir right. people up, remind them how special they are to the Lord, remind them how unique they are, how He loves them, and how he loves you and he, he lives inside you. And as we're going through the Hebrew letters, all the cool things that God inspired David to write in the Psalms. And mm -hmm. as Norm goes through these. But it's so funny. I love this and I love getting together with believers and talking <laughs> because God began to do things. You know, I have to say when I came down here, you know, I had a meeting with somebody else that I was late to because my alarm didn't go off. <laughs> and all of a sudden I had a, and, and, and Rick is funny because Rick's always on time. He's always early and, he didn't give me a hard time for being late because I texted him. I said, oh, my alarm didn't go off. And like, <laughs> and I had to drive like 15 minutes to get to where he was, where we meet for coffee. And so we had a good time talking. But, you know, you don't feel like you're tired. And you're just like, oh, you want to stay home and, rest and sleep. And I thought, no, because I made these commitments. But I'm always so glad that I went because I had a good conversation with Rick. And then I'm coming. I'm going, what are we going to do with Norm? And I'm, you know, I'm just going, okay, well, what are we going to do? And the Lord just said, just... Remember what I said. You get here, Norm's going to open his mouth, I'm going to fill it, he said. You open up your mouth, and I'll fill it. And that's what he does. He goes, I will fill it, and I'll give you the experience. Well, we did our first podcast, because we do usually on Mondays. This is our second one we're doing of the day. And Norm starts talking about, uh, usually like last time, he hit me right away with <laughs> what is revelation. But then after we did the first one, it was a good podcast. Like uh, a lot of good things out of it. But then he started talking, and what I'm going to have him lead into today, and it kind of leads into the Hebrew letter that he'll be talking about. But it's just practical how to how to do things with the things of God. Because a lot of times we talk a lot about Scripture, but we don't tell people, okay, how do you apply it? Well, he, Norm had these good little scenarios he was talking to, to, us, to me about that I thought, when he said that, I go, we have to record this. So with that, I'll shut up and let Norm... <laughs> Talk about that. Oh, my, my, my. Well, we're on the 10th uh, letter, which is the letter Yod, Y-O-D. And before I go into sharing here, the image that this uh, letter represents is like a hand or a person in prayer. It also means completion. So just think about that for a minute. A hand, a person in prayer, and completion. I was telling uh, Pastor, uh, an elderly couple who are really good friends of mine, uh, who I met several years ago and, and have, we've gotten together on many, many times over the last several years, 
called me late yesterday afternoon. And he said, Norm, I just got to tell you what happened today. And I said, what's that? He says, well, you know how you always say when you misplace something or you can't find something, just say, angels of the Most High God reveal, expose, and uncover where this is or help me find it or whatever. He said, my wife had a special earrings that she wore to church this morning. Uh, they came from Israel, so they, they mean a lot to her, she said, he said. And he said, after church, we came home and, and we had lunch, and then we were out in our yard doing some yard work and things along that line, and uh, decided to come in and take a little break and sit down and rest. And she reached up and she said, I lost one of my earrings. And he said, immediately as she said that, he said, I was reminded that you said, whenever something is missing, you can't find it, say these words. Angels of the Most High God reveal, expose, and uncover where they are. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, his wife said, well, maybe I lost it at the church. And the church they go to is right across the street from their house. And Dick says, well, well, you know, maybe. He said, she said, well, maybe I lost it in the backyard. He said, well, let's just go outside. So they walked outside, and he said, angels reveal, expose, and uncover where Patty's earrings are. <laughs> they walk around, and she said, well, I was over here in this area. She says, I was trimming on this bush. And they walked over to this bush, and they were looking around, and there it was. <laughs> and, of course, she was elated because this meant a lot to yeah. her. yeah. And Dick was just, oh, I got to call Norm and tell him, this stuff works. And I told him, I've given him examples before. So when I was sharing that with Pastor here a few minutes ago, he said, well, you just need to share that as, the, as an opening to this section that we're in on the letter Yod. And I, when I was working at the church, uh, one of my co-workers came up to me one day and he says, Norm, I've lost my keys. Well, these keys were keys to the uh, 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 master keys and other keys to every door in the building of the church. And this building was a quarter of a mile long. So there were a lot of doors. Yeah. And I said to him, where were you? He said, well, I was outside. I said, where were you last? He said, I was outside. And I said, Okay, well, let's go outside and you show me where you were and we'll walk. And as we got outside, I said, now, stop for a second. I said, let's just pray. Angels, reveal, expose, and uncover where these keys are. So we're walking down the front of the building and we turn around the corner and go down the end of the building and plunk, he kicks his keys. <laughs> he kicks them on the ground. They're in the grass. He says, oh, here they are. He picks them up and hooks them back onto his belt. We go back to work. <laughs> the following week, he comes to me again and he says, Norm, I hate to tell you this, but I lost my keys again. And I said, oh my goodness. Now where were you? <laughs> we were on, I was up on the roof, he said. Well, the roof of this building, this building was a, a quarter of a mile long. Yeah. Over 300,000 square foot building. 84 air conditioning units on top of the building. So we go up on the roof, and I said, now, which area were you in? He said, well, over in this area and this area. And I said, well, let's walk. But before we do, 
Angels reveal, expose, and uncover where the keys are. So we're walking and walking and walking, and all of a sudden, plunk, he kicks the keys. Two times. He kicks the keys that he lost. But you, the whole thing behind this was, we asked God's help, yeah. and his angels showed us where this was. Mm -hmm. And then the last example I was giving to him is a woman came to the student services because this, we have a, this building had a school in it from pre-K through 12th grade. And she was really, really, really um, upset. Not upset at her daughter who had worn a necklace that belonged to uh, her grandmother, the, the lady's mother. And she said, this is so uh, valuable because it not only was precious to them for the remembrance of it, but it also was quite expensive. And she said, I just don't know what to do. She, she, she lost it here at school. And I said, well, you know what? Uh, we'll keep an eye open for it, but let's just pray. Yeah. And I said, Father, you know, this, this necklace means a lot to this woman. It's precious. It's, it's valuable to her, not only in monetary value, but remembrance value. And I said, we just ask that if someone has found it, that if they have found it, they will return it to student services. But in the meantime, angels of God reveal, expose, and uncover where this is and return it. And the lady said, thank you so much. And she turned to walk over to the cafe area uh, where the students eat lunch. And uh, I started to walk away. And a young uh, student came down the stairs and walked up to student services. And he said, I just found <laughs> this necklace. And I wanted to turn it in because I, I don't know who it belongs to. And I heard him say that. And, of course, the lady in student service said, Norm! <laughs> <laughs> and I went and got the lady and I, and I brought her back and I said, Is this the necklace that you're looking for? And she said, What happened? And I told her. And she said, Oh, thank you so much yeah. for your prayer and for your agreement with me. She just was amazed how quickly it showed up. Yeah. And I think over the, the, the period of time of maybe 10 years after I learned that, I don't know how many times I've prayed that, I think probably 95% of the time we've found yeah. the answer, yeah. whatever we were praying for. Yeah. And so it's interesting mm. to me that right now we're going to talk about mm. the hand, which represents a person in prayer. It also represents completion. <laughs> That's funny. Think about this. There were ten generations from Adam to Noah. There are ten commandments. Mm -hmm. There's a tenth part of all that we earn is called the tithe. That's right. Holy unto the Lord. You have ten fingers and ten mm -hmm. toes. Why is that number so significant? Because it represents completion. We are complete in God. So when we read these verses today, see the hand of prayer, yeah. see the hand of provision, see the hand of completion. Mm -hmm. All right? So let's start. Verse 73. The Passion Translation says, Your very hands have held me and made me who I am. Give me more revelation mm. slash light so I may learn to please you more. Now, that's a lot of words there. 
I paraphrase it this way. You shake me with your hands. Yeah. Help me to live in your presence, holding on to your mighty hand as you lead me. Mm -hmm. God says he never leaves us. Right. He never forsakes us. That's true. It says he sticks closer than a brother. He's, he's walking hand in hand with us. That's so important that you see that his hand is right there with you. Yeah. You don't, in the realm of the spirit, he's never absent from us. He's mm -hmm. always there. We may not see it, we may not feel it in our natural sense, That's right. but we got to always look at the realm of the spirit and say, God is here. Mm -hmm. He's right here beside me. Yeah. He's walking with me. It says, he says that. He says, I'm right here. Call on me. Yeah, Call on me and I will answer. And yeah. I will show you great and mighty things that you yeah. know. That's what those examples were about. That's we true. called on him and he showed himself faithful. Mm -hmm. Verse 74. Passion says, may all your devoted lovers see how you treat me and be glad. For your words are entwined with my heart. When you think of entwined, I grew up on the farm. We had twine, kind of like string or a, a rope or whatever, to, to bind up things or wrap around things so that they wouldn't fall all over the place or we could carry it away over to the, a pile or whatever the case might be. Bales of hay had twine around them to hold the hay together mm. that came through the baler. So I, I knew what that twine, being entwined, being compacted together or held together. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, I put it in a paraphrase like this. Let my light and life reveal to others, there's the entwine, or mm -hmm. the, your love for all mankind and commit their lives to you. You know, we, we live in a neighborhood or we work in, a, in a, a place of business. Pastor works for a delivery company. Uh, and we come in contact with people all the time. And the real key to all of that is to let the glory and the light of God living in us emanate out from us and impact the people that we come in contact with. We don't even have to say a word. That's right. You know, uh, many, I've, many of you have heard this. The only Bible that anybody will ever see is you. Mm -hmm. Many people will never ever see the Bible, but they can see you. And if they see you and Jesus lives on the inside of you and you're devoted and, and uh, saved and a part of his household and his kingdom, they're going to see something different. About what is it about you? Mm -hmm. What is it about you? Why is it that my good friend called me yesterday and said, Norm, I just have to tell you about this. That was really yeah. revelation to him when he heard that the first time. And I had told him about that quite a while ago. And he has, he has uh, alluded to that in previous times that we've been together, how he has used that. And he said it almost always works. Yeah. But you see how we impact in other people around us. Yeah. We're intertwined. We're intertwined. Verse 75. Lord, I know that your judgments are always right. Even when it's me you judge, you still, you are still faithful and true. So 
I said this, your hand of grace connects and guides me to walk in your truth. Well, grace, yes, you know, the definition of grace is God's unmerited favor. Mm -hmm. But really, grace is a person. Grace yeah. is Jesus Christ. Yeah. He is the manifestation mm -hmm. of God in, the in, in a person and in real life. And he's the one who helps us to walk in the truth of his word. Mm -hmm. His word says he is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto yeah. our path. He illuminates the path before us. Yeah. His light sheds mm. brightly before us so we walk in the truth. We don't walk in deception. We don't mm. get misled in any way, shape, or form. You talked yesterday in, in church about light and darkness. Yeah. There, God said he separated the, the light and the darkness, and they were. Mm -hmm. There is no really darkness. It's just an absence of light. Yeah. And so God's light shines through us on a day-to-day -day basis as we allow him to have preeminence in our lives. He is the light. He is the direction. He is the one that shows us where to go and how to walk. Verse 76. The Passion says, Send your kind mercy slash kiss to comfort me, your servant, just like you promised you would. And again, I, I remind you, when we talk about these various verses under these letters, there's eight verses per segment per letter. Remember what the letter represents. And so that makes the, the verse that you're, you're looking at mm -hmm. become real, become realistic. Excuse me, my eye's itching. Uh, where was I? 76. I paraphrase it. Let me abide in your loving arms and your hands wrapped around me. Do you see God mm -hmm. with his arm around you yeah. uh, over your shoulder, yeah. so to speak? Or, yeah. and or the father, you know, when you run to your father when you were a child, when you, well, even, even as an adult, when you would go to your father, mm -hmm. he would reach out and he would give you a big hug. Yeah. That's how Jesus embraces us every day. One of the things that, uh, again, I allude to what Pastor posted on his uh, page 77 in the uh, Passion Translation says, Love me tenderly so I can go on, for I delight in your life-giving truth. I paraphrased it and I said this, I thank you daily for mercy and love that leads me to follow your principles of faith. Mm. And, uh, you know, faith, many people say, well, you, you know, you got to increase your faith, increase your faith. Yeah, uh, practically, how do you do that? And what you said, I think, uh, maybe it was yesterday or a week ago, about the faith. It's the faith of Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's not our faith. It's Jesus' faith in us that we trust in him. And our faith causes us to grow and grow and grow more and more confident because we're trusting in him. Amen. We're not trusting in our ability to increase the faith. We're trusting in God's ability to increase it 
his fullness in us mm -hmm. and our faith grows yeah. that way yeah our faith grows that way <clears throat> so anyway uh, verse 78 the passion translation says shame upon the proud liars see how they oppress me all because of my passion for your precepts I said this in my paraphrase, let those who mock and ridicule be put to shame and keep me from judging them, but meditate upon the promises of your word. Again, you know, it's so easy, given what's going on today, is to, for you hear something about an individual who said this or uh, a decision that they made or whatever, and you immediately say, wow, man, what... And we're not supposed to do that. You reminded us again, Pastor, of, of that we are to pray for all mankind, yeah. all those in uh, positions of authority and leadership. Mm -hmm. And why? Why do, are we to do that? Well, so that the decisions that they make will be godly-led rather than fleshly-led. Yeah, right. you, you know, you, you often refer to the ego or to the carnal nature of people. You see, when we hear about somebody who made a decision and we may not necessarily agree with that decision or we don't agree with it, mm -hmm. what's our first response? Yeah. It's the ego. It's the, yeah. the fleshly nature. That's right. And that's where we get off track. That's why the Lord says, you know, we are to pray for those people. We're, but we're also to remember that out of the, our mouths, we can bring life or we can bring death. Yeah. Or we can say we can elevate somebody or we yeah. can condemn somebody. Yeah, that's so and that's true. not our position. Mm -mm. That's not our position. The Bible says, judge not lest ye be judged. Yeah. For as you judge, so also shall it be unto you. Yeah. And so we need to be mindful of that. And I know that, you know, I fail in that. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I went for a walk yesterday afternoon and I said, Lord, I repent. I repent. I need to turn around and stop thinking or saying things about this government or this situation or that situation. It's not my position to, to make a judgment on mm -hmm. it. It's my position is to say, God, show mercy. Yeah. Show mercy, not only on to those people that may I may not agree with, or but also show mercy to me. Yeah. That I will be compassionate towards people no, so and have true. a loving heart. No, it's so true. It's um, one of the things that <clears throat> it's like they say about this Christian walk. We can't walk it in ourselves. No, He has to walk it through us because He's perfect love. He's perfect joy. You know, I was talking to Norm, and last week, you know, with the riots, things that were happening in Minneapolis, and you know, it started last Sunday night, and. And I've been going down there and praying, and I'll drive by there today when I um, head back to where I live. And I go there, and you don't have to go there to pray. You don't need to do that. But I just felt, for me, it was something the Lord was having me do because um, I didn't trust the media, what they were saying about it, because I listened to one report, and they were, like they always do, kind of with their fake news. They overblow it up. They make people afraid. And so I went there just to pray, and as I was there, you know, I saw the National Guard, 
I saw the police officer standing. It was all blocked off. The precinct was, and there was, you know, camera crews on the other side, and, you know, everyone's trying to get their say of the whole situation mm -hmm. and get a platform to, you know, do whatever they're going to do. And, mm -hmm. and then I saw the protesters, the young protesters, and I just saw it. And at first you would be angry, but then I just went, they're just, you know, Jesus said, they're like sheep without a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... They just don't know. It's kind of like um, when Jesus died on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Uh -huh. And then Stephen, when he was being about to be stoned, he said the same thing. God, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And and you could see that the people all down there, the police, the National Guard, the protesters, the TV cameras, they're just trying to find some hope or significance. And... And a lot of times they're in d darkness, they don't see it. Mm -hmm. So they think they got to protest or all these things that come up. Mm -hmm. But when we as believers come into the situation knowing who we are, yes, knowing that Christ lives in us, and we let his compassion just flow, because I'd write every day going, Lord, I pray for uh, Dante White's family, because that's just a horrible to lose a son or yes. a daughter. It's yes. just horrible. Um, you know, I prayed for the officer who, who accidentally shot him, which is, you know, I don't care if she's been in the force for 26 years. It's tragic. Yes. Tragic. She's in prison. Her, her family's just everything. Her reputation's destroyed. You know, it, it's sad. Then, the, you know, the protesters who are trying to get, you know, they're trying to cause change, but they're going the wrong way. And, and all these things, and you just saw that. And, and I didn't, did I have an answer? Did I get up in front of everyone and go, hey. No. No. My, my answer was, Lord Jesus, like Norm said, show mercy. Show mercy. your grace. Yeah. Show your mercy. Yes. Because nobody here on either side has an answer for this. And that's the beautiful thing about the gospel. The gospel, the good news of Christ in you is the answer to mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And as we as believers hold on to that and hold to that answer, we will see that answer manifest Amen. in so many wonderful ways in our lives. So. Thanks again for being a part of our broadcast. Um, oh, Norm, you got something? No, got a couple more yet. Oh, shoot. Two more, 79 and 80. Oh, shoot. Sorry, I thought we were done when you said Norm stopped. No. I thought no, he was done. No, okay, I was so letting we, you... No, no, no. Let's, okay, so let's finish up. 79. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, oh, in the uh, Passion, it says, May all your devoted lovers follow me as I follow the path of your instruction. Mm. I paraphrase this. May those who love you... Unite with me as we follow you and your word. Well, that's what you were just talking mm -hmm. about. So see, you, yeah. it was perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing. God's timing. He's never early. He's never late. Right. He's always on time. That's right. And then the final verse of this segment, uh, verse 80, says, Make me passionate, and this mm. is passion, make me passionate and wholehearted to fulfill your every wish so that I'll never have to be ashamed of myself. And I paraphrased mm. it this way. Help me to stay pure as I follow your leading in my life. Yeah. Purity. No spot, no wrinkle. Yes. You know, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. has cleansed us and washed us and covered us with the robe of righteousness. Mm -hmm. We are pure in his sight. He sees us as finished product. Yep. 
he doesn't see us as a, a piece of junk. He sees us as valuable and precious because that's what it says. We are valuable and yeah. precious in his sight. Amen. And so ask the Lord to help you, to help me to stay pure mm -hmm. and follow mm. his leading Thank in you. our lives. Thank Don't you. get sidetracked by what's going on around you or whatever mm -hmm. the case, or even the issues that you may be experiencing. Maybe you're going mm -hmm. through a very difficult time financially, or maybe you're, you know, you're having some troubles in, in at your workplace or even in your home. There's a, a, a little bit of a discord. Mm -hmm. Stay pure. Yeah. You you alluded to how when we sit down with our spouses, mm -hmm. and sometimes in our conversation, we get mixed messages and yeah. we we say, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> what what is he saying or what is she saying? But you you stop and you pause and you say, no, Lord, keep me pure mm -hmm. to see what it is that my spouse is trying to communicate yeah. to me so that I can hear. Because, again, you, we go back to the scriptures. And the two shall become one. one. They mm -hmm. become one flesh. Mm -hmm. Well, if we are one with Christ, and yet we have division between our spouse and ourselves, are we one? Well, then we're not really one with Christ because we've pulled away and said, no, I have a better idea. Yeah. I have a better answer. And Jesus says, no. But you know what? He's so gracious. He will let us make that choice. Yeah. But he's right there saying, son, son, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. Daughter, daughter, listen, listen. Yeah. Hear my voice. It's true. Amen. Amen. That's it. We're done. That's it. We're done. All right. So, yeah. So thanks again for being a part of our broadcast uh, podcast. This is Aaron, Gavin, and Norm Melvin from True Life Church, and we're glad you were part of our talk today. And we'll be doing more of these. And if you want to, you know, watch us on Sunday morning, we stream live on Facebook at ten o'clock Central Standard Time. Um, and also, we we always write a lot of stuff on do a lot of stuff on our Facebook page, my personal one, and Norm's personal Facebook page, and our church one. So just check that out. Check out the stuff we put out there because. We put stuff to inspire you. Amen. Amen. That's what we do. You know, you know you're not going to see us eating a pork chop or, <laughs> you know, you're definitely not going to see me in a swimsuit. But, <laughs> but, but you know, we are going to put stuff out there that's going to inspire you, that's going to help you, that's going to remind you of who yes. you are, doing yes. all kinds of things. Um, but we're going to do that just to encourage you and who you are in Christ. So, you know, uh, check us out at True Live T R U L I F E church um and if you love to you can support us financially we have a paypal account that you can do and if you don't you know we know you still support you can support us with your prayers with your yes, kind yes. words that you send us and um and so we just appreciate all you do so thanks for listening and we'll see you soon